Hello, it's Marie Crow in for Louise McSharry and it is time to talk pop culture and joining me this week is the fountain of pop knowledge and wisdom, Esther O'Moore Donoghue, writer and podcaster. Esther, thank you so much for coming in. I'm really excited to talk about well, our say, first... Fountain is generous. Maybe a trickle. <laughs> Maybe a little stream. Well, do you know what? I'll reserve judgment okay. to the end of the show okay. and then I will give She's you the feedback. Yourself. Absolutely. Fine. That's fine. Um, we'll go with Fountain for now and uh, we'll you. see how it goes. Thank but you. look, Succession, I am part of a lot of stand groups. I absolutely love it. Cannot wait for it to come back. Um, it's really, really something that I have embraced as a, as a show. But there is a little bit of controversy because one of the stars has said the show isn't going to incorporate the pandemic into it. Yeah, we're not going to see Logan Roy stressing in his local Tesco Express looking for um, baking, a flour for baking. We're not going to see him making banana bread. We're not going to see the the Roys doing TikTok dances as a family. That's just not going to that's not going to happen in, in season three. Uh, yeah, so Sarah Snook, who plays Shiv Roy in the widely popular Succession, says that the show won't incorporate the pandemic, even though it was filmed during a pandemic, because uh, the pandemic didn't really affect uh, really wealthy people. Well, really wealthy people, um, which it's kind of sickening when you hear it because you know what we everyone's going through but it probably is the truth and I mean she obviously she's a real life person she's a I mean she's, I'm sure she's made loads of money but you know doing this gig or whatever but she's like a normal person so she's just pretty just calling it as she's seeing it like if she was saying it from her own point of view it would be kind of obnoxious like it didn't really affect me I live in Hollywood and I had a great time but she's saying for the mega wealthy I guess there's ways to circumvent things and they've got access to private jets they can travel I'm sure they travelled they have a staff that they probably paid extra money to quarantine with them and they have multiple kids so it's gross for the rest of us who are just like, you know, hustling, looking for, you know, I'm in WhatsApp groups during the, at the start of going, does anyone have yeast? I desperately need yeast. Can anyone hook me <laughs> up with some yeast, please? Logan Roy and, you know, billionaire, uh, mega, mega wealthy families, don't worry about it. It's, it's, a, it's, we don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. I think it is, especially when you look back to the start of the pandemic and the reaction from some celebrities. A lot of them got together. Remember they wrote that song or they sang that song and it couldn't have been any more tone deaf. And I think actually probably damaged some of their careers as well. Yeah, I think it was just so bananas that it was it was so banana bread that <laughs> it was just like oh no, it was cringy. But look, it was a very difficult time, and you kind of try to help in some way. And some people thought they could help by singing "Imagine" by John Lennon into their camera phone, and maybe immediately after they did, they probably like. What did I do? What did I just do? And I think it was funny when I remember during the, the pandemic, it was at the start, at the, we were in the pandemic, and the start of lockdown, you'd see people in their major stainless steel kitchens. And it was, it kind of bugged me after a while. I was like, oh, you don't know how to chop a, an, an egg. Oh, you're so relatable, you know. But I mean, they, they probably don't have to chop eggs. They probably don't have to cut the crusts off bread for people because they've got staff and that's the truth. And that's why they're, I don't know, it's not where they pay the big bucks, but they just don't have to do it. So, you know, good for them. As well, well, Succession is coming out very, very soon. So fans of that will be looking yeah, forward to it. in October, perfect for cosy time, perfect for autumn. So we're looking forward to that, yes. So another thing that is coming out finally after being rescheduled about a million times is No Time to Die, the James Bond film, the last one with Daniel Craig in it. That's it. Like James Bond is busy. He has no time to die. He's just flat out. So uh, that's what that's what the film's called. No time to die. Um, this uh, we got the final trailer during the week, and it is I have pretty it. epic. Hang oh, on. Oh, excuse me. Let's go. Let's go. Bond, any thug can kill. I have to know I can trust you. Well, I understand double O's have a very short life expectancy. We used to be able to get into a room with the enemy. And now they're just floating in the ether. Target enough people. 
people become the weapon. It sounds like every other James Bond trailer that I have ever heard, but I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, do you like the James Bond films? I watch them. I find them very watchable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's just something about them that, you know, I I buy into the hype. I I can't help but I'm one of those people, if somebody tells me enough times that I should watch something or do something, I'm probably going to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, No Time to Die is coming out. Billie Eilish did the soundtrack for it. It's also called No Time to Die. Um, And uh, yeah, this is one of the first films we pushed uh, because of COVID. Um, And so there was delays and you know people obviously hadn't a clue what they were doing at the very start of things um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be coming out soon the film is slated for release in, for the 30th of September uh, later for US and Canadian audiences and also uh, November in Australia but it is on its way and you know there's Lashan, there's a new 007 who is a woman can you believe it? Oh wow! Yeah. So Lashana Lynch is the new double is a new. I think there's multiple double sevens. There's like a little wardrobe full of them. They just kind of trot them out every so often. Remy Malik is the baddie, and I saw in the clip he's doing very. He's doing great Remy Malik acting. Um, I've referenced this before on Louise's show, but if you haven't, please Google Remy Malik doing his ad for the Mandarin Oriental Hotel. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Uh, so he's the baddie, and it looks like you know classic Bond. You're in good hands. It's a well-established franchise. I think the, I just quickly. Google before I came in so the, obviously there's, it's worth much more now but in 2015 the franchise was worth 19.9 billion so imagine how much it's worth now so they're slick they know what they're doing um, and so yeah I don't know if we're going to have the big premiere again there's questions over that can they kind of do the big Hollywood red carpet um, premiere but given that it's such a big um, money spinner for the film industry in the UK it's probably going to have you know uh, Prince William and um, you know a whole host of stars but in a resp- done in a responsible way but it is really important for the UK film industry because it employs so many people and like I said it's gonna, there's going to be James Bond version film version 752 probably long after we're gone they're going to keep making these James Bond films I'd say so um, yeah it's on the way if you're a fan it's on the way Okay Esther stay with us we're going to take a very quick break and then we'll be going to, through the rest of our pop stories. Louise McSherry on 2FM. Welcome back. Marie Crow in for Louise and I'm in the company of the wonderful Esther Omuir Donoghue and we're going through all of the pop culture stories of the week. And look, I don't think these days we can have a pop culture conversation without mentioning Kanye West. Yes, uh, well, his 10th studio album, Donda, named after his late mother who uh, died in 20, uh, 2007, was released um, uh last month and um, it is it, you know it stormed the charts it's number one all over the world it's done really well and of course it was such you know this album was meant to be released originally slated to be released last year there been multiple delays it, it, he was it, every time you know there was kind of became meme worthy because every time you think he's going to do it he's going to do it he's like I'm not going to do it unfortunately um, so there's a big hype but you know Kanye's the master of marketing and stuff so he you know rented out the, the Atlanta the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta three not just one why have one listening party have three they were all epic art events he controversially had Marilyn Manson la 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 anyway so it he was like I'm going to release it now soon and then his record company kind of went over ahead, went over his head and kind of released it anyway because like Kanye you're taking too long so anyway basically since then everyone's been going through the lyrics dissecting it um, any references to Kim what's happening in his life and da 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 because of course you know he's divorced they're, they're divorcing Kim and, Kim, and, Kim and Kanye are divorcing so they have uh, the super sleuths have focused in on the song Hurricane and he sort of in the lyrics alludes or states that he had an affair after you know uh 
the after after the two kids Saint and North which is so creepy that we know these kids names they don't even know who we are it's so odd <laughs> but Saint and North my good friends um, they're just cool they're cool guys um, and so yeah people are like losing their mind but I don't know There's, I think there's just so obviously he's generating so much um, interest on websites that they're just kind of pulling everything apart to try and uh, you know generate more clicks or whatever but that is the that, that is the big news so there's also rumours now that are they going to reconcile because Kim appeared at the final listening party in a Balenciaga couture wedding gown haven't we all dear and um she he made the first video release from the album was is come to life and she's the focus of the entire uh, entire video so even though he admits to an infidelity in Hurricane are they getting back together one thing's for sure they're both billionaires and we're both still here. Well, yeah, exactly. And I think that's probably something when everybody needs to be cognizant when they are following the moves, the, the moves of the moves of celebrities, because you don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Is it all marketing? Are they trying to sell us something? Yeah. Are they trying to generate headlines? And this one does seem a little bit complex because there's so many layers to the whole Kanye yeah. West, Kim Kardashian saga as it is at this stage. But one thing's for sure, we'll be hearing about them Absolutely. all the time. Um, now, Lady Gaga, another person that is... <laughs> is one of the biggest stars in the world, generates headlines, everyone's obsessed with her and now it has got to the stage where everybody is obsessed with her dog walker. Tell us why. Yeah, well, we just before we came on air, I was like, when was Lady Gaga's uh, dog walker shot? And we're like, we can't believe it was only February this year. <laughs> I can't believe it was only shot in February this year. I think we need to have a chat with ourselves now here, Esther, <laughs> when we are so concerned about this. Yeah, I know, but I mean, that is a, that is a crazy thing to happen. Like, it is. And because you think these celebrities have got security. It's like, well, how could that happen? They're obviously in a, she obviously lives in an upscale, what do they call them? A gated community. I'd imagine. I'd imagine she lives in a gated community. And so you're like, how does your dog walker get shocked and the dogs get kidnapped? How dead, how hard up you for a dog? In um, a pandemic. Throw that in as well. What are you doing? Yeah, um, (laughs) throw that in as well. Um, But, you know, maybe she'd very cute dog. She'd very high-end, cute, adorable dog. So people wanted to take them. Um, So anyway, her, uh, Lady Gaga's dog walker uh, got backlash over his GoFundMe he set up because he was out of work. Um, And in a video, he said he felt unsupported. But now he confirmed he meant that as part of his larger trauma. Not about Gaga, who was incredibly supportive. So I think the story is weird. So... I don't know if he was trying to. Obviously, he he needed to make money. Set up a, a GoFundMe. That was the that was the choice he made. And Gaga's team were like, "No, we paid for you know we paid for counselors. We did this. We supported him financially." But I think obviously the her team got onto him and was like, "Could you just change this story a little bit? Because actually, we did support you, but maybe his expectations were different." Um. So he sort of he kind of pretty made a kind of a vague statement sort of kind of giving us trying to you know pull us into his narrative or whatever um, and it obviously works because here we are talking about him <laughs> yeah who is this man <laughs> and he had a three page interview in the Rolling Stone magazine yeah so he is uh, turning into quite a box office star yeah, himself well, I think that's probably Gaga's team were like pulling or setting that up because I mean well anyway there you go he got a bit of money Gaga is has been absolved and the dogs are all safe and we're all talking about him mm-hmm. okay let's have a listen to this it is something that will catapult us all back to our childhoods what's up Philly what's up Philly what's up I'm good I'm good it is an absolute pleasure to to meet you to be on with you and from the deepest parts of my heart I want to say congratulations to you uh, you have the role of Will on Bel Air I'm ready I'm so ready yo I'm ready to bite down 
So that is Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, handing over the role to a new actor, and he—that's how he found out about it. Will Smith told him. Yeah. So the, this there's a new new the new Will is a Jabari Banks. It's his first major role. His life is completely being transformed now with this um, announcement, this uh, declaration uh, by the original Will Smith. If you're not familiar with The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it ran, it was a show that ran from 1990 to 1996. It was about a character called Will, who was uh, born and raised in West Philadelphia. And on the playground is where he spent most of his days uh, chilling, relaxing, uh, shooting pool or whatever. Anyway, a couple of guys that were up to no good started making trouble in the neighbourhood. He got in one little fight and his mom got scared and she says, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. So off he goes from West Philadelphia to Bel Air. And so what they're going to do is Will's done with that, okay? He's, 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 he's grown, he's older now. So Jabari Banks is going to play the new 2.0 version of Will Smith and it's going to change his life I hope he makes money hope he gets a good contract hope he's got a good agent and the reboot will appear on NBC streaming service Peacock and uh, it was all kicked off this kind of I mean Will's got enough money but it was sort of inspired by a, a 2019 viral fan video by um, someone called Morgan Cooper who reimagined the comedy as a modern day drama and Will, and Will was like yeah I'm going to maybe let's let's relook at this so he's changed Jabari's life um, you know Will is a a well-established producer and actor, so I'm, it's probably going to look good. So we can we can look forward to that. I think when is it going to be? When is it going to be? Um, I'm going to find that in a minute. But anyway, so there's going to be a new. If you if you're a fan of the Fresh Prince, the original series, or if you've never heard of it before, well, welcome. Get used to Jabari Banks's name because he's going to be a star. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. I do love a good reboot. Mm-hmm. So we have time for one more song, a bit of a Beyonce throwback. Africa is in for Chris and Kiro. Thank you, Esther, for coming in. Thank you, Caroline and Adam, for everything over the weekend. It's been a blast. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Louise McSharry on 2FM.